0: Hey, Hey, gorgeous. gorgeous. Oh, no, I said it first. Well, let me just say Erica has some exciting news. You may be listening
1: to an A-lister. You're listening to an an AMC A-lister, guys. Guys, I bit the bullet. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I went to AMC to watch the Hunger Games. I go up to the counter and I go, I'd like to be an A-lister. And the girl behind the counter had her AirPods in, piercings all over her face, which honestly was kind of a vibe. But she had no idea what I was talking about. I was like, like the AMC AMC A-list. A-list thing where like I get to see a bunch of movies.
0: You've got to be kidding. That is so disappointing because that is their like golden crown at AMC. Like you are royalty if you are an A-lister. Um,
1: is Nicole Kidman around? Like just... Where is she to introduce... What's Sorry, going on? Sorry, can I speak to your boss, Nicole Kidman? <laughs> Where's Nicole? Is she in the back? I want Nicole, please. <laughs> please. But... Wait, that is crazy. So
0: did you speak to the manager? Did you eventually get No, honestly, A-list she, stacked?
1: Looked she looked so uninterested. I was like, you know what? I get it. It's a Saturday night. You don't want to talk to me. I'll... One ticket for Hunger Games, please. And I'll do it online. <laughs> So I've booked it online, but it's so easy to do
0: online, too. If you guys ever want to do it, highly recommend. It's so good. So have you how many movies have you used on it? so far. I've used
1: three. Yeah, I've put it to use. See, that is so good,
0: especially around summer and the holidays when the movies are just phenomenal and you're going all the time. It is so worth it. That's amazing. I'm so glad. We've
1: certainly been blessed in the world of film because, guys, there are so many movies to see out right now. There are so many trailers coming out. It's really encouraging to see how many amazing movies are coming out. Every time I sit in the, the theater, I'm like, wow, there there are so many good movies coming out. Some that I'm like, oh, but others I'm really okay, excited about. You have about. to
0: tell me which one you're excited for from the trailers you see in the movie theater. There's Mean Girls, Wonka. I yeah. feel like I'm seeing the same trailers over and over again.
1: For sure, Mean Girls. I think I'm really interested to see how they make that musical adaptation for film. I'm always curious how they do that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really curious. I think I said it before, but Poor Things with Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. I still have no idea what that movie is about. So that trailer is always really fascinating to me when I see it. But yeah, I mean, of course, there's always things coming to streaming. I feel like we're very, very blessed there. Yeah. But it's just exciting. I'm I'm really happy if you sat around at your Thanksgiving table and an in-law or a relative was saying, grouching about how the film industry is dead and streaming ruined everything, you can tell them that there were a few bumps in the road, but the film industry is truly alive and well and get out and see movies because that is truly. what will ultimately help it stay alive as long as we yeah. want it to. Because it's the best. It's the best time to see movies. Is the holidays, and I so no longer. I'm really yeah, and
0: I no longer feel bad about paying for popcorn or an icy, because that money directly goes to the movie theater, and they need all the help we can give them. I'm like, give me two blue ices, please
1: yeah scratch it make, make it, it three. three
0: just kidding guys i just get one normally but um yeah you know i get a popcorn and icy
1: oh i met the sweetest guy at my amc the other night when i went he said are you a swifty because we've got all of these oh leftover gosh, she, cups and we're selling I them i saw a dollar. that you got he was one. the sweetest guy yes he was so sweet i said how much were these cups originally going for he was like eight dollars ma'am i was like Get me three. <laughs> Did you get three? No, I just got one. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, it's story, the effects. Yeah, no, but... no, no. Just for the sake of the story. For the story. Yeah, yeah, story. yeah. Give me three, sir. Without further ado, today we are talking about Disney's wish. Should we, should we get into it, Hannah?
0: Cue that music.
1: The Movie Buffs. Last movie, Hannah, I was the first one to share what my thoughts are. So oh no. please, 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 without further ado, tell me about your experience and your opinions on Wish.
0: Oh my gosh. I wanted you to go first so bad because I just love, I don't know, I just love hearing what you have to say first. And
1: I'm like, I love hearing what you have to say. I feel like, honestly, we'll probably think similar things, but... I think it's worth mentioning, dude, this movie has been so scrutinized more than any other Disney movie, I feel like. I've seen it all over TikTok, all over Instagram. People are saying, like, this is the death of Disney. Disney movies are not what they used to be. And I think some of those concerns, valid. But I had some significant takeaways from this movie. And I really, I really would love to hear what your overall thoughts are.
0: Yeah, because we were even talking about before we were going to watch this movie, but it really got destroyed online, which was so sad because I thought the trailer looked really cool. I was so proud of Disney for doing another animated movie that's original, not another remake. And I think the public is really hungry for movies like that just original stories we can get excited about now so i thought the concept was so cute and um yeah i definitely had some problems with this movie but um what i loved about this movie was the concept like i said so i love the concept of an evil king trying to steal dreams and wishes from the public while a female protagonist is trying to get them back. However, I also feel like I had many problems with it too. I don't know, it almost felt like incomplete to me. A lot of things. Okay, so let me just start by saying I saw this with my roommate, Alyssa, and she was so kind to go with me because I know Disney is not everyone's cup of tea. So she was so nice to go with me to this one. We, What she said when she first walked out of the movie was, this feels like a really good first draft. And I could not agree more. I felt like it was such a good concept the characters were solid and everything, but I felt like something was incomplete. And my gosh... I was so incredibly distracted by many things in this movie. Can I start first by talking about those gosh darn Easter eggs? Please tell me you noticed that too or if that was distracting to you at all. Yes,
1: it was. And I just want to interject, Hannah, and say I... First of all, when you say incomplete and unfinished, are you referring to plot? Are you referring to animation? Like, what about it feels unfinished? Because I saw this movie in 3D completely by accident, and I really felt like I missed so much of the animation details because I was trying not to get a freaking migraine. You
0: didn't miss
1: much, and (laughs) that is crazy you accidentally saw it in 3d because yes. i sat down and there's goggles on my desk i'm if like if i is this? did that
0: i would walk out immediately and be like no, no 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 i have to i have to see another movie i can't
1: but so um what what do you I mean think, by unfinished yes
0: i think just the plot of the movie i think a lot of things were could just be more fleshed out and Especially, too, even the art style felt a little unfinished. And I know they were trying to do a different art style for this movie. But it really felt like it felt like it wasn't fully rendered for some reasons. Asha, the main character, looked gorgeous and super... Kind of like every other Disney character we've seen before. Like Rapunzel and um, Moana, like a new Disney princess we've seen. But the side characters did not... I don't know, it felt like we were watching Shrek characters or something, like just not a part of the same movie. And I know they were trying to do this new effect, like this watercolor effect that they were raving about. But it almost felt like it was just a not finished render effect that they just placed on top of the whole movie. And it just it didn't look. Good to me, it just looked like a sketchy, yeah, it just didn't look fully rendered. It looks exactly like every other Disney movie, but with a weird effect on top.
1: I see, and I so really you didn't wish- notice
0: the you didn't notice the art style at all because of the three d glasses
1: honestly, the three d really kept me from seeing to me it looks like tangled, it looks like Moana. it looked like an, any other Disney movie. I yeah. know what you're talking about when you say. That 1D – what is it? Is it 2D animation?
0: It's 3D animation, but they're trying to make it have a watercolor effect is what I read.
1: I would – I couldn't tell you that I noticed that. So I do think, like, the 3D made a lot of that missing. But I really agree with what you're saying. I thought especially her friends. Obviously, they were meant to represent the seven dwarves, right? But it felt really messy in the sense that that's just too many friends.
0: No, exactly. And And... the
1: little kid who was meant to play grumpy looked (laughs) like a DreamWorks character. I
0: was just so confused because me and Alyssa were talking when we got out of the theater and I was like, I couldn't tell you one of her friends personalities or their names because when you have that many characters it takes a long time to fully flesh out the characters personalities and what they're like and what they're about it was just way too many characters and then i got home in the car and i was like wait a second are they supposed to be the seven dwarfs i was so disappointed i just feels it feels so lazy i feel like they were trying so hard to celebrate the hundred years of Disney animation, and they could have done that with a maybe a story about Walt's life or Walt Disney's like upbringing and how he got into animation and all the backstories. But trying to fill in with all these different past Disney animated movies, like characters in the background, it completely takes away from the movie we're watching in the moment. Like I would so much rather than make a wish a like the greatest Disney animated movie they've ever made to fully celebrate a hundred years of Disney rather than
1: relying on their past movies what was missing from this movie for it to be like Um, a hundred year celebration of Disney
0: I felt like I just had a lot of different problems with it one thing they could have done differently that I was like huh It was very female centric. So it's a problem when males are the problem of a story and there's not a male to help solve the problem too. when it's it feels like female versus male completely. And the only male on the protagonist side of that story is the goat who is no help to the team and talks (laughs) in a weird voice had many problems with that goat, too. The goat wasn't useful. The goat felt like just a gag that they were trying to harp on for the entire movie. and it it just really felt like female. and I love fe- pro-female movies, but it's a problem when it's like man-hating. Yeah, and it kind of felt like that. And the songs I feel like I feel like there were two songs I loved,
1: and the rest oh, could not you know- stand we will get into that okay
0: so enough about me hating on this movie because overall like it's such a feat to create a feature-length animation movie so I applaud Disney for that and it is a beautiful movie but yeah tell me what you think Erica
1: well I don't feel like I'm gonna say anything against what you're saying but I did try to go in, and I know you did too, but with a really, really open mind because we talk about all the time how disheartening it is when a movie just gets ripped to shreds before it ever has a chance. I think creatively, it's a massive risk for Disney right now to be making any ideas that aren't remakes and prequels and sequels. Oh, yeah. It's applaudable when any movie tries to create its own ideas and its own characters and its own songs like it's it's a creative risk so it makes me a little bit sad when movies like immediately get ripped to shreds because I do think some of the criticism is a little bit dramaticized
0: erica was really good about giving this a fair chance like anytime we would talk about this movie she was like no i'm gonna go in with an open mind everyone is hating on it so i really appreciate that because i feel like everyone is so quick to discount disney these days so yeah
1: and and honestly i think some of that just comes down to how intertwined disney is with nostalgia like it's just intense like anytime anytime people think that their nostalgia or their love of something is going to be threatened, I think that it makes people really, like, give them really heightened emotions. Like, yes. this is the worst thing. This is the end of Disney. Disney's dead. Okay, take a chill pill. Maybe it's just a bad yeah. movie. Like, maybe it's just a bad movie. And it doesn't mean the end. I just, I Totally, don't
0: know. and it's impossible for a studio to make a perfect movie every single time. It just doesn't happen, so... Okay. Yeah. So what did you think? Did you, what did you think?
1: Well, I just was thinking back to our conversation that we had about elemental. And if you guys listen to that podcast, no biggies, if you didn't, first of all, hurtful. Second of all, a lot of what we complained about, I'll just kind of summarize because I do think this movie addressed a lot of common Disney movie complaints that we've seen in the last few couple of Disney movies, Number one, we said about Elemental is that it didn't really feel like a kid's movie. I feel like this movie really, at its heart, was a kid's movie.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. This is going to be fun because I feel like we are, for once, really disagreeing. Yeah. Okay. 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 I don't think it's a kid's movie. Okay. Okay. Well,
1: uh, the reason why I'm saying that is because my theater was packed with kids and... I feel like the kids were dying laughing. They thought the goat was so funny. There was... Yeah. It just... It had a really simple plot. Like, arguably, the plot was pretty simple. Bad guy, good guy. And I think that that was a big complaint we had with Elemental, where it didn't feel like a kid's movie in the sense that it wasn't really clear who the bad guy was, who the good guy was, what the conflict was, and the stakes felt low in that movie. I feel like in this one, it it had kind of like an elsa element where she's needs to muster up this courage and i think that that's not just frozen and elsa i think it's like disney movies but the kids in my theater really seemed to enjoy it so maybe that's not a good assessment why do you think it it wasn't
0: well that's good to know because we were even talking and we were like do you, i feel like the goat was purposely there just to make some butt jokes and potty
1: like use <laughs> Potty I mean, humor and stuff. He, he was the token Olaf character for sure. Yes,
0: and I was like, do kids still think that's funny when they just like my butt <laughs> found it? Like, did they like? To-? So it sounds like they love that.
1: Yes, still. the okay. chicken number. I mean, come on, the chicken number where the yes. chickens are dancing, like things like that, where it's just. Like- I just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like some things were kind of complex,
0: and I don't know. I totally respect the message about standing up to authority figures when something is morally incorrect or you morally disagree with something, but I'm not too, I am like, are kids going to see this and be like, no mom, it's not my bedtime now. Knowing what I know now, (laughs) like just completely rebelling against authority figures. But, um, but Hannah, he was a bad guy. Uh, yeah it's tricky though, because it's like that is your freaking leader. It's like if you if you disagree with that, you have to completely migrate to a whole new nation, dude. things yeah. get a little complex,
1: yeah, but I don't think it's a new idea that a Disney movie is suggesting. yeah, 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 if you exactly. stand up, you know, you should stand up for what you believe in and whatnot, but, but
0: yeah, but like stealing and everything like that like. It gets... Cr-
1: I don't know. Okay, well, then how do you feel about Aladdin, my king? Because I don't feel like they're... Like... <laughs> yeah, what do I you know. mean? I can't. I can't. I'm just playing devil's advocate for sure. But um, Yeah, Aladdin is one of my fave movies. So let's say... I imagine all of these creatives sat at a big, long table. A lot of these same directors have worked on all of the movies we're talking about that we love. They probably sat at a table, maybe, said, here are the most common complaints we're getting about our Disney movies. Oh, my gosh.
0: I wish I could be. I was just thinking I wish I could be that person.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah, keep
0: going. Yes. Well,
1: I don't know. I just I wonder if. I think the movie does its best to address some of these problems and that's where I will come to this movie's defense. I think it tried really hard to touch on all of these things people complained about. We want old school animation back. We want Disney movies to feel like the golden age again. They tried. They really tried. Did it? Was it executed perfectly? No. People really miss the golden age of, of Disney so they scattered all of these themes of nostalgia by adding all of these disney easter eggs there were so many like too many Mm -hmm. to name the plot is simple like i said and it feels like a jokey non-serious kids kid movie in some ways like with the chicken scene and like the freaking go who literally sucked but do you know what i mean like i don't think the execution was perfect but i walked away from the movie thinking huh i think that that was their best attempt or an attempt to remedy some of the common Disney complaints. However, this is my segue. There were elements of this movie that felt like a fever dream, and I blame that all on the music. What? I know. what, What songs are you talking about? Huh. First of all, let's go into the positives. I really liked a wish that the main song like the the title song yes that is a really pretty song so catchy
0: and i think that was really well written yeah you said you had another one that you liked what was the other one that you liked um oh my gosh what was it i think it was knowing that song knowing what i do now are you serious wait what
1: was it
0: there were two songs that I let me look at the track Was list it the one really where the, all
1: of the friends were like in the dungeon plotting? Surely not, Hannah. Please um, say that wasn't the one you liked. I
0: liked parts of that because. <laughs> <laughs> we, Erica, this is like the first movie we are really disagreeing
1: Hannah, on. Hannah, which Hannah, Hannah. Kind of-
0: okay, wait. Let me see. You better okay, verify this. Oh, oh, sorry. I know what it is. I sorry. I I liked parts of knowing Knowing what what I know know now. now. I loved Welcome to Rosas and This Wish. I agree. Welcome to Rosas. And I do like when there's some like exposition in song form too.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Because it feels like two birds with one stone. Now can we talk about a song that gave no exposition? Here's my theory. Here's my theory. Here is my theory. I don't know exactly the ins and outs of creating a Disney movie, but I imagine I've watched a couple of behind the scenes. There was an incredible Frozen 2 documentary that came on on Disney Plus that I watched so much because it was just really fascinating. I think it was called Into the Unknown, where they like talk about how they made the movie. Oh, yes. That was really cool. Right. Some of that hinted and suggested that some songs are written for movies before the plot is established. Can we agree? Yes, they have a musical direction team that writes songs and they just kind of write whatever they want. And then they have an idea of characters. They don't know where the movie's going, but they just write it. Okay. Yeah. The song where she meets the king and they are watching all of the wishes and he is teaching her the wishes. The (laughs) song is called At All Costs. That was quite literally the worst song I've ever heard in my life i and can't describe it so it. bad oh i'll what say it i will so say bad. i will say okay i can't describe it but this soundtrack felt so influenced by early 2000s worship music
0: <laughs> i know you did text me and you were like
1: this song where she's meeting the king worship vibes yes the, i eng- i urge you i urge you guys Not that I expect you to spend your free, precious time doing this. I urge you to not. Hannah, after we get off this phone call, look at the lyrics. It makes no sense to the plot. I am convinced. I am convinced. They wrote this song. (laughs) Then they wrote the plot and they were like, this doesn't make any sense, but we've got to fit screen time. So let's keep it in at all just because the lyrics are confusing the lyrics the character development it makes no sense he sings this song about how important it is to him to keep these wishes safe and he's never felt it literally sounds like a love song like if you just listen to this song not knowing what the movie's about not knowing who the characters are you think it was a love song between the two of them would you not
0: i <laughs> i mean yeah if you didn't see any of the animation right
1: Oh, please, Hannah. Oh, please. <laughs> no. What do you mean the no animation? What? No, 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 no. <laughs> what do you mean? They literally sat around and swung the balls between each other. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, no,
0: Erica. Also, I will just say, I couldn't for the... Maybe it was my theater. I couldn't for the life of me understand what they were were saying saying. In, in the lyrics. I was like, Enunciate, enunciate. I can't understand anything you're saying. And where are those freaking captions? I can't watch a movie now. Maybe it's because I'm 25 and I don't know. I just need, I'm getting hearing problems. I need captions. They need to freaking enunciate.
1: No, but Hannah, here, here's, my, here's my other complaint about the, mus- the musicality in this movie. This is a trend that I've seen in Disney movies, in Taylor Swift songs, just in the world of music right now. Why are songs so dang wordy? Oh my gosh, I know. Did you notice that? Even the songs that I liked... Even the what? songs that I liked, the this bridge way too many words. The bridge of This Wish was literally, so I felt like they were trying to, they just ignored all laws of rhythm. I was like, that doesn't fit in there.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Again, I feel like two separate teams <laughs> worked on this movie. Know, one team wrote the I mean, lyrics, one team wrote the music. I mean, a and good they example just, of this combined it. A good example of this is I'm a Star. Oh, oh, ho! Oh that
0: is the one where it's like pick a rhythm pick a melody i am so confused oh oh my gosh i'm forgetting how it goes but they're like you're a star and then they start to rap a little and i'm like what (laughs) i'm like don't tell me lynn is here again please (laughs) is lynn in the room with you (laughs) yes lynn in the room i'm a star also i'll just say it right now i think that is my least favorite song of the album It really felt like they were just, I'm like, isn't this the plot of the whole movie after seeing it? I'm like, you really gave it to us early.
1: Listen, Hannah, when that damn squirrel started singing like Christina Aguilera, I was like, I'm done. (laughs) What happened to Disney Woodland characters just being cute, operatic sopranos? So they're, they're, they're really conveying that you're made of stardust. Yes, Hannah, that's a given because the song is called You're a Star. <laughs> well, I literally thought they met it um, they metaphorically, okay? I didn't feel like this movie was able to find its musical genre at all. I felt like yes. every single song was a little bit different than before. And guys, we don't need to go into how horrible the villain song is. I know everyone is talking about it, but that song was arguably one of the worst songs and musicals are meant to drive the plot forward. And none of these songs did that in any capacity. The random ass warrior theater number where all of the (laughs) friends were like, started to, it literally felt like Thescon. It literally felt like Thescon. And then the the queen walks in and she's she's just like, too many people on stage. There's way too many people on stage. (laughs)
0: The theater director is trying to fit every kid who wants to be involved in the show up
1: there, even though there's seven dwarfs. Literally, that is such a good point. But I thought it was so cheesy when the queen walks in and they're like, what's it going to be? And she's like, knowing I was like, oh, she's going to sing now, too, isn't she? I was like, no, no, no. And then they finish and it's dead silent for three seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I've had my tough time. Yes. Yeah, I know. That final sequence where they're just like, oh, in the warrior pose. And then all of her friends immediately go, so what's the plan? I'm like, you just sang about it, you dip. <laughs> I'm like, what was the point of that song? Yeah, like, yeah you, I just you just, sang, just about sang about it. You just sang about it.
0: That is so funny. You just sing about it. You just. The last thing I'll say is just when you go to a musical and when you go to like when you watch a classic Howard Ashman Disney movie. God, we miss you, Howard Where Ashman. Where is Alan Where is your son? Where do you have any children who are interested in writing songs? Because we need you. Um. <sighs> But, like, they all, all of the songs of the movie have, like, a thematic spine where they kind of sound similar. And you know it's from the same musical, like, Cats or any, like, Sondheim um, soundtrack. It's the purpose
1: of the overture.
0: Yes, it's, yes. And, yes, they all have the same backbone, melodically, almost. This... Didn't have any this was limp as an adult. It had
1: too many influences. Mm, it's just mm-hmm. like they need to go back to the drawing board. What kind of a music what kind of music is inspired from these characters in this place? In this it felt like any other generic castle, any generic group of people. You know, at least within Kanto, you kind of you're getting culturally what's going on. But this it was just like it could literally have been anywhere. Like go back to the drawing board, guys. Figure out where your movies happening that's such a good
0: point it's like i feel like i wish every single movie that's set in a very specific place in the world should represent where it's coming from and it would be so cool to like get that diversity in the music too but i feel like nowadays they're just like let's call up lynn and get a rap song again we don't want that in every movie sometimes it's fine Mm -hmm. but yeah props to you if you haven't seen this movie and you're listening to this still um but there were enough, I there, there were that many Easter egg references that I was like, you know what? I think they had an Easter egg for every single movie they have ever made. There were that many Easter
1: eggs that were that obvious to me. So there must have been like over a hundred plus. Wow. Dude, again, very embarrassed to admit this. I didn't realize what they were doing until about halfway.
0: No, I noticed so because they were using the exact maybe 3d tripped you up a little because if you watch it again just go back and look it is so obvious i love easter eggs when it's like okay you have to pause the screen and really like really look but it's not an easter egg anymore when someone is literally peter pan walking through the screen (laughs) like
1: that it's literally not an easter egg when your friend won't stop sneezing and you have seven of them (laughs) yes yes and why did that why did that
0: doc character have a crutch we never understood that either i'm like oh my gosh (laughs) why were why and why are you all in the kitchen that was another thing and Alyssa were talking about we were like so many unanswered questions do you guys just live in this kitchen do you all work here and how old are you like
1: her friend is just like baking cookies I'm like oh come on
0: no I know and I just had so many questions I was like did you guys make your wish already you don't seem as sad as your friend who obviously made a wish and he's really depressed
1: randomly 18 like how old are you guys because yeah, I'm like and
0: why haven't you talked about making your wish yet? Yeah, and then and he
1: becomes like a warrior king. It was dude, you're right. See another another male problem.
0: <laughs> like and that kid was so annoying. He's like, "I'm so sorry." "I wouldn't forgive you, dude. Get I have enough friends. <laughs> I have six friends. You tried to kill me. Go back go back to the kitchen." I've got six more where that came
1: from. I don't need you. Gosh, off camera, Hannah and I start, or off the mic, Hannah and I started talking about, like, the future of Disney. We were like, wait, 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 wait. Wait, we should we, record. We, we we should record. We this. should record.
0: <laughs> we were just saying, like, someone needs to be in the room with them. Like, I know there's so much, probably business things they have to check off. Like, oh, we need a movie talking about this, this, this. But someone needs to be in the meeting like in the meeting room with them and say this is what people online are saying and what they want people are like i feel like i'm so aware of what people are asking for online they really want a love story again they kind of are sick of this female protagonist who is adorkable and keeps tripping over her words and it's like and she's cute and lovey but she's supposed to be like relatable like i think people are really People were saying they really want a character who maybe is really mean at first or really has a hard shell and maybe, like, learns to be a little nicer or, like, learns to be more more vulnerable or, like, even they want to be Or vice queen. versa, right? Yeah. Vice versa.
1: Someone who is overly sweet and has to learn how to develop a hard shell. Like, we we don't see that very much.
0: Yeah, they just want a different character who isn't always, I don't know. Just has a little more complexity to it, I guess. For sure.
1: And it, its I feel like there is no shortage of movies out right now that dive into the complexities of being a female. And I think you're right in the sense that it's really limiting and creatively dull for it to just be a, an adorkable female protagonist who basically has to save the world. And Mm -hmm. it's just a little bit like it's kind of the Marvel complex that we're seeing with Disney where it's just like, give us something different. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. give us stakes different than only one person can solve it. Like give us a team. Give us a partnership. Give us a friendship. Like let's Or even,
0: yeah, like a team of villains. Like maybe like a story about the villain side. People were so Again on the art book They were originally going to make the queen evil with the king too, and 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 people were like, "Oh, that
1: would have been so cool to see a villain married couple." couple." Yeah, yeah, we've never seen that. Can I interest you in Disney Descendants? (laughs) I know Descendants (laughs) (laughs) from your babysitting days. Oh my gosh, the amount of times I had to watch Descendants, but I do think Disney will pick itself back up i think it's going to go back to the drawing board i think with most things creatively there's always a pendulum swift or excuse me a pendulum shift you know the pendulum is going to swing back the other way and i think we will as we get new artists as we get new animators new designers like this is the generation these people who are making these disney movies like they will age out they won't be there forever Leadership will change. We we can kind of rewrite what we want for...
0: Yes, and I do think Disney executives and stuff are aware of what... Are becoming more aware, at least, for like how huge TikTok is and how many people listen and react to things that Disney does online. And I feel like they read the comments, or I hope they're starting to, because... Um, everyone is saying the same things,
1: but also think about how just to be devil's advocate, think about how quickly trends change. Think about how quickly we tire of things in society. We see one prototype in a movie for six months and we go, that's it. We've seen enough. It takes years to animate a movie. They might have made a movie, sent it off to editing and We've completely grown tired of Lin-Manuel Miranda, but this movie was made four years ago and they don't yeah. know that. So they can't measure trends. They can't. They don't have the foresight in animation. It's not like you can just film a 10 second long TikTok and appease the masses. Yeah, that's true. These scripts are being written before we've had conversations about female representation and how it should be more than just dorkability and stuff. So. Just to paint that light, I think, is important, too. And and I think they're
0: so over... Yeah, they are just... They are like slaves to Disney at this point, especially the writers and, yeah, the animators. And I just wanted to apologize. If I came across way too harsh... Me and Erica Dude. just get... Well, I mean... We get hated. Yeah, we get heated on movies and things that annoy us and films and stuff, and this is just us... Unedited for sure. You
1: have a different perspective than me because you are a designer. Like you lend yourself towards design. So I think it's super natural for you to be more critical of that than than me. Also, dude I saw it in 3D, so I really don't feel like I got the full experience at all. But yeah, that was kind of my... Those were my big takeaways, King. Honestly, Mm -hmm. the biggest negative to this movie for me was the music. And because of my background, that's always what I'm going to critique the most.
0: Erica has such a musical theater background. And yeah, again, just those Easter eggs did it for me. Um, (laughs) I just... (laughs) i was shocked i still can't believe they did it cute idea for whoever came up with that idea but maybe it could have been a little more discreet like
1: oh yeah so freaking obvious (laughs) but clearly not because it took me the halfway i was like asha was literally wearing
0: asha was literally literally wearing wearing. fairy godmother's robe for half of the movie fairy godmother's robe i was like this is so painful yeah which is a cute idea but maybe it's buried in a bush in the background and you really have to pause the screen and look for it
1: (laughs) yeah because the reality is easter eggs easter Easter eggs are supposed to not be find
0: yes they're not a freaking chocolate bunny in the middle of the screen in a peter pan outfit walking across the screen they literally reference (laughs) peter pan like five times i'm not kidding you (laughs) Do you get that Mary
1: Poppins joke, too? Yes. For me, the real kicker was the Zootopia reference. I thought, wow. <laughs> Someone stooped I way genuinely
0: low. think there was a team of people who had to think of a hundred Disney Easter eggs to put in the movie. I think they referenced every Disney movie ever.
1: I mean, yeah, maybe I should watch it again because... Again, didn't realize there were Easter eggs until about halfway. Literally, I went like this: one, two, three, four, five. No, there are. Seven I noticed friends. seven, and that's what did it
0: for me. I was like, "Don't tell me there's seven friends." <laughs> one of the, they're wearing the same outfits too, and their yeah. names start with the same letter of the
1: care. I was like, "God, oh yeah, that was lazy. That was lazy." But you're right, Hannah. The nail in the coffin was having. Literally, Peter Pan, no hiding it, just full on in the green costume, the green hat, the red feather, like Peter Pan is literally in this movie. <laughs> and Wait, then the queen Peter just Pan. picks this Go random back girl. to
0: Neverland. What are you
1: doing? <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. That's so <gasps> annoying to me. I'm sorry. That's the last thing I'll say. But if you rely on... Re- If you rely on your past movies, you're really taking away from the current movie you're watching. I'll say it.
1: I'll set it. I'm done. Dang. I mean, ultimately, Hannah, do we think Disney is dead? I don't think so. It's Disney. It never dies. It never dies. Guys, we'll probably see a movie in about 20 years with Wish Easter eggs. That's so true. Oh, my gosh.
0: Can you find the goat?
1: (laughs) find the goat you're a star you're a star all right guys well thank you guys so much for listening again it was a fun episode hannah i loved getting into the nitty-gritty here and i'm so excited for next week's episode it's gonna be fun
0: all right
1: see you guys later bye guys The movie buffs.